Today then on this great feast of the Holy Family, we always have this opportunity one week after Christmas to kind of contemplate family life. And of course, this is a very relevant thing for all of us because I think we all have two things in common. Uh, Each of us have a family of some sort, and for each of us, we come from a family that's not perfect. So maybe I'm, I'm reaching here with that, but if you do come from a family that's perfect, you can feel free to kind of zone out or take a little nap now or scroll your phone. But I think most of us come from families where there's challenges, where there's difficulties. There's certainly great grace, incredible moments of love, so many blessings in our family. But at the same time, each and every one of us come from a family where there's difficulties of one manner or another, difficulties to get along. There can be challenges like health or financial. There can be breakdowns of relationships. There can be disappointments. Each of us then have some kind of family, but also have a family where there are real challenges. And for this reason, I think we need to first and foremost look at the Holy Family, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, And recognize that they too had their fair share of challenges. Now certainly, of course, they were, you know, Mary is the Immaculate Conception, Jesus is God, and Joseph is a saint. So some of their problems were a little different than ours. But when you look at their lives as a family, they were not without hardship, not without difficulties. And we see that in the Gospel today too. And we've heard about this during the story of Christmas. Of course, Mary conceives when she is a teenager. So that's a challenge. And Joseph has to learn about this and suffer the confusion, the uncertainty to figure out what is going on. We heard last week at Christmas that, of course, Jesus doesn't have a place to be born with Mary and Joseph properly. They have to find room in a stable among the animals. This is a difficulty, a struggle. We know, of course, from Matthew's Gospel that they have to flee some persecution, some hardship to go into Egypt, another struggle, another difficulty We learn that when they went to the temple in Jerusalem, Jesus kind of went his own way, and his mother and father had to go through this incredible worry of where he was. And today in the Gospel, we hear about this wonderful interaction where Jesus is brought to the temple by Mary and Joseph for the presentation to offer thanks to God for the gift of this child. And what a beautiful scene, right? They give thanks to God like any parents would. It kind of reminds me of a baptism. Parents are so proud. There's a celebration there with family, and they bring them to the temple to rejoice, uh, to give thanks to God for the blessing of this child. And what happens? This man, Simeon, first is thankful for the gift of the child, and then she t- he turns to Mary and says, and look, yourself too, a sword will pierce your heart. Talk about kind of a bit of a, a bummer there on the party that he's telling Mary that he's gonna ha- she's going to have some suffering on account of her child. And we don't hear everything that happens when Jesus is growing up, but we know probably there were challenges there. And certainly, of course, later in his life, when Mary, and we don't quite know what happened to Joseph, but when they had to see Jesus struggle with rejection and ultimately death, the Holy Family, although we see in those prayer cards that it looks so perfect, so pristine, when we kind of read closely the Gospels, We recognize that they too, just like us, had their fair share of problems, their fair share of difficulties. In spite of this, of course, family life, the Holy Family teaches us that family is this incredible place to learn and to grow as we follow God and Jesus, to grow closer to God. We learn from the church that the family is sometimes called 
the domestic church. Our parish is made up of different families. The family, of course, is a school of love. We learn all about really relationships in families. We learn about how to love people unconditionally. And there's so many opportunities in family life, of course, to forgive, to serve, to reconcile, to rejoice with others, but also to make sacrifices for one another. We learn as well in our families oftentimes how to love God, how to grow closer to God, to serve God and to serve those around us, especially those who are in need. Also, and this I think is important, from the family life of the Holy Family, we learn the importance of work. So again, when we look at the Gospels, very little is said about Jesus, what he did for the first 30 years of his life, but it's clear about one thing. Jesus was a carpenter like his father. So the gospel writers want us to know that Jesus worked just like each and every one of us. Work therefore has value, has dignity, and we learn this from the Holy Family. The family then, in spite of its difficulties and challenges, is a place where we grow as human beings, where we develop. And perhaps this development happens because of all the challenges that are there. We grow precisely because it can be difficult at times. So maybe I've used this analogy before. It's one of my favorite for family life or community in general. And this is the analogy of a rock tumbler. So some of you might be familiar with this. My nephew, one of my nephews, got a rock tumbler a couple Christmases ago. And he's kind of just driving everybody crazy. Because if you've seen these, it's kind of like this small machine. And you put different rocks into this tumbler. And you like keep it on for months at a time. So for all these months, you go over to the house and you just hear, vroom, 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 just going on constantly in the closet and they try to make it more quiet, but it's always going. And this rock tumbler, when you put these rocks in, they have these jagged edges. And if you just put the rocks in the tumbler, they'll just bounce off against each other for a long, long time and nothing will happen other than the family will go crazy. It will make a lot of noise. But with these rock tumblers, you receive sort of this um, sandy sort of fluid that you put in with these stones that you want to polish. And when you put this sandy kind of fluid into the rock tumbler with the stones, something important happens. Over time, slowly but surely, the rocks, as they bounce up against each other and with this kind of sandy slurry, they begin slowly but surely to polish one another. These rocks that had these jagged edges become kind of beautiful little stones that you can take out and kind of show off to other people. And of course, this is kind of like what family life is like. Each of us have our jagged edges, our kind of rocky points. And in a family life, whether we like it or not, we're kind of thrown into this rock tumbler kind of together and the switch is turned off and we bounce up against each other. And as we go through our day, our jagged edges hit against each other. There's friction, there's noise, there's tensions. And that will just continue if it's like that. We'll just kind of cause pain for each other. But it's important, like with that rock tumbler, there's that fluid, that sandy fluid that gets put in. And we could think of that as love, as forgiveness, as the gift of the Holy Spirit. And when we have that in our family situation, then this rock tumbler turns into something different, of course. We, with our jagged edges, our rough edges, when we have that desire to love, to forgive, to grow with each other with God's help, slowly but surely these jagged edges are transformed. We become more the human beings that God wants us to be. We can shine like these precious stones. So it's maybe then because of our difficulties and challenges in family life 
that with the Holy Spirit, with God's love, we can grow and develop as human beings. Then on this holy family, we give thanks to God for our families, imperfect though they are, of course, and we pray for God's strength to continue to commit to our family life. I'd like to just leave you with some words from Pope Francis. He said these some years ago, and maybe you've heard them. But Pope Francis, of course, is very kind of folky in his homilies, which I quite like. And he has kind of one expression. He said, for a family to go well, for family life to continue to develop, in spite of all the challenges, in spite of all the difficulties, there's three words or phrases you have to hear a lot. And so maybe we can make sure going into 2024, we can have these phrases or words in our families frequently. I'm sorry, please, and may I.